Yes, I am a micronation queen. Thank you for noticing. Hello, welcome to Four Micronations by Micronations. I am Angela. I am your Micronesian American sister, daughter, auntie, host, auntie, accent on auntie. Okay, just letting you know. Anyways, um, today I want to talk about royalty. So, you know, we hear about the queen and, you know, the princes and the whatever of England. But, you know, I'm half white. So, you know, okay, them white folk, you know, some of my other people from my other lineage, they can enjoy that royalty. But today we're talking about brown royalty. We are going to talk about royalty in Micronesia. So as I have been doing, I'm reading from some things of value, Micronesian customs as seen by Micronesians. There is something that somebody wrote on royalty on Kusai. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, please forgive me, I beg of you. But I'm going to read about it because I just love that we are royal. Also, just so you know, my cousin Kaipika, he's not listening. Like I said, my boyfriend doesn't listen. My dad doesn't listen. My cousin Kaipika doesn't listen. Kaipika is my my first cousin. It's my aunt's son. He is Marshallese, though, even though I'm Pinglapese and Punapan, because he is um, adopted and his biological family is royalty in Marshall Islands. So yeah, I'm not blood related to royalty, so I'm pretty much a peasant, but I'm still going to take that clout and run with it. I'm Kaipika's first cousin. Anyways, so, um, yes, so this is royalty on Kasai, so I will read it. Also, if you hear like a jingling when I'm talking, it's because I have earrings on that are jingly. I don't know if you can hear that, but um, that's just how I am. You know, I am fabulous. I jingle, I jangle. So bear with me. Um, and also I'm classy, so you might hear my dogs do things as usual. So ignore that as well. I'm going to read now. No one is certain on Kasai of the type of government that existed centuries ago as written records do not exist. However, stories have been passed from generation to generation and told to the Kasaians by their grandfathers. Whether these stories are fact or fiction, Kasaians accept them as part of a rich history According to the stories handed down, the type of government that existed long ago was a monarchy where one man possessed all power. He was Tagosra, which means king. His rule was absolute, and anyone who disobeyed him would be killed by his servants. Tagosra and his entire family were feared and respected by all people. Since the first king came from the community of Lelu, this village had the fortune of having a royal family that is still remembered today. None of the three other villages on the island could claim to be part of the royalty. Several of the people who became king were very cruel and harsh to the common people, and they had servants who always obeyed their orders. When the king made demands, these servants carried their messages. The king usually demanded food, and the means of communication were difficult. At high tide, the servants would paddle outrigger canoes, and at low tide, they traveled by foot. The servants were feared because they would kill anyone who refused the king's orders. When a king died, he would be replaced by his oldest son. If he had no son, another male member from the royal family would be selected. No one then outside of the royal family could become king as marriage between royalty and a common person was very rare. 
This type of government, for better or worse, was used until the last century. In 1852, the first Christian missionaries arrived on Kusai, led by Reverend Snow. When he sent men ashore to ask permission to land, the king sent an invitation to dine with the royal family. When the missionaries arrived at the king's court, the king spoke to them in English, and Reverend Snow and his group were amazed. The king explained that he had learned the language from whalers and traders who had come to Kasai. Since communication was easy, King John Sigra, the last king of Kasai, got along well with this group. During a long period in which King John was converted to Christianity, Reverend Snow asked if he could establish a church. He explained that the church would be an assembly hall in which people would worship. The king agreed, and as a result, the first Kasaian to become Christian was the king himself. He repented his past life and realized that it was wrong to be cruel and harsh with his people. After the king's conversation, he declared that following his death, there would be no such title of king. In fact, King John became a pastor on the island and lived to a very old age. Because he possessed both titles, king and pastor, people always referred to the last king of Kasai as Pastor King John. Yes, so that's a little bit of history about royalty. And something I find interesting is that like he was like, after I die, no more kings. But he wasn't like, I'm ending kingdom and I will also not be king. <laughs> like he didn't want to give up being king like you know no hate i'm just saying it's interesting but yeah maybe a little hate i don't know maybe i'm a little judgmental but anyways um yeah thank you again for listening you guys i'm doing an episode every single day for the month of may in honor of asian american pacific islander heritage month I'm calling it Micronesian Month, and so happy Micronesian Month. Thank you so much for anyone who's been listening in daily. Um, even if you're just here for today, thank you for listening today. But either way, come back tomorrow. I've got more. I've always got more. And you guys have a wonderful day. I'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you for tuning into Season 4 of 4 Micronesians by Micronesians, and thank you for listening. 4 Micronesians by Micronesians is an anchor production hosted, produced, and edited by me, Angela Edward. You can learn more about me at AngelaEdward.com and more about the podcast at the 4 Micronesians by Micronesians Instagram page. If you have questions, inquiries, or recommendations for future topics or guests, please DM them into the Instagram page. I do want to recognize that I created this podcast in the home that I have settled in that colonists coined as Jackson, Michigan in the United States. This land is the land that was originally founded by the Potawatomi tribe that lived around what we now know as the Great Lakes. The Potawatomi tribe taught their children about the seven grandfather's teachings of wisdom, respect, love, honesty, humility, bravery, and truth. And as kindred indigenous people, I want to honor their tribe and the respect for their ancestors by recognizing my gratitude for their space. All of my Micronesian listeners and ally listeners, thank you again for listening and don't forget your self-care.